Hello everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes PM Podcast. Today I'd like to talk about convincing without power. And why I want to talk to you about that. Another day, one of my colleagues came to my office to discuss a challenge in a project. And then I gave some suggestions and he came back to me and said, Ricardo, it's, it's very easy for you to say, do this, do that, because you have the power to do that. You are the boss, you are the executive. And really, yes, I'm very lucky because I have a quite good autonomy and a quite good decision-making power. But I challenged him and I said, do you believe you don't have any power? Because maybe you need to understand a little bit more what frames the concept of power. And then I start talking to him and I start by saying, have you heard about a study from French and Haven? French and Haven did a lot of studies about understanding the human behavior around power. And they created five groups of power. The first one is called the legitimate power. The second one, the reward power. The third one, the expert power. The fourth one, the referent power. And the last but not least, the coercive power. And the legitimate power, they said, look, it's the power you have because you are the boss. Because you have the power of the pen. Because you can write things. Because you are really the boss. You are the director. You are the vice president. You are the executive director. Whatever. So this is the legitimate power. The second is the reward power. Is the power I have because I can compensate people for following me. Uh, the power I have to increase your salary. The power I have to give you bonus or something like that. The third one is the expert power. Is the power that I have because I know technically I have the substance on the topic we're talking. And this increases my power because I have the expertise. I love the example of a doctor. When you go to a doctor, when you are sick and go to a doctor, which kind of power do the doctor exercise on you? It's exactly the expert power. You go there, you listen and you follow because you believe on the expertise of that professional. The fourth is the referent power. Is the power I have based on celebrity, on fame, or on connections. For example, I am able to open you the door to someone else. Then I have a referent power. Referent power is the power that a former basketball player has while doing an advertisement. Because it's not a direct power, but it's a power by the reference that that person represents to you. And last but not least is the power that comes from your ability to punish someone, to fire someone or to make someone follow your instructions based on fear. This is exactly when someone kidnaps someone. It's the power that that person has over the victim. So it's very, very important. And why? I don't want to talk about French and Haven, but I want just to use this to frame what I have to say to you. So when you talk convincing without power, maybe the power you are translating here is the legitimate power. You may come to me and say, look, I'm just a team member. So how I can exercise power? I'm not the boss. Because you are looking only one out of five dimensions of the power. And which kind of advice can I give to you if you are on this case? Is that you have other bases of power that you can use. And one of the best ones for a project manager is the expertise and the reference. 
expertise. So when you want to convince someone that something must be done, be prepared. Develop, study, and bring all possible expertise. Bring all the rationale behind your suggestion. You cannot say we should do that because I am in charge here. No, but you say we should do that because I did a complete research and I found these five options and I analyzed the cost of benefit on each of them. And I have all the documents here that I can present. And based on this and based on a simulation and based on the books I read, the papers I saw and based on the facts I saw in my previous experience, I think this is the best way to move. So you bring all the expertise because this is a quite solid, convincing argument. Another is, of course, the reference power. The power you have of from your previous experience, from the people you connect. So you can use other people. Not Sorry, uh, when I said use, I didn't mean use in a bad sense. But you can get some support from other people based on your network. So you can have more support. Maybe you are not directly able to influence the decision, but you know someone that can exercise a different kind of power to make this chain move. So it's something, and it's not, please, a lot of people see uh, power as something like dirty, corrupt, and it's not. Power is something that we need to handle and deal on a daily basis in our project environment. So it's very important that you try to identify which kind of allies, stakeholders that I can use in a good sense, as a reference, as a path for me to exercise some sorts of power. And last but not least is the coercive. And I don't want to say that you will go to a meeting and say, oh, I will quit my job. If No, no, it's not that. But one of the biggest arguments I use, it's a mix between expertise and coercion. And I say, look, if we do not move to this direction, the price to be paid will be this. And this, everybody opens a big eye and become afraid. So you use this. It's not, please, it's not a threat, but you use, look, the non-decision or the wrong decision has a very strong price tag and people need to understand that. So this is the coercive. So a good project manager knows how to exercise this influence without being necessarily empowered in a legitimate way. Think always about that when you are in a project. Don't think that you don't have legitimate power, then you cannot do anything. This is the wrong path and the wrong way that will drive you for sure to wrong results. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and let's talk again next week in another 5 Minutes PM podcast.